Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Openly Expressive. I'm your host, Naisha. So today is Friday, and I am feeling good. Hopefully you are as well. Just wanted to tap in and let you guys know that the word no doesn't need any explanation. Learn when to say no, learn when to stand by that no, and also learn that once you say no, stand firm in it, and you don't have to extend why. Someone asks you to do something. Oftentimes, we don't want to let people down, even though deep down inside, we don't want to do it. In your mind, you already made up that it's a no, but you'll give a yes because it sounds good or it'll make someone feel good about a situation. And then when it comes time to going through with said task or whatever it is that we've agreed to do, we renege on it anyway, because initially we already set our minds to saying no. Learn to not only set your mind to saying no to certain things that you are uncomfortable with doing or you just don't want to do and stand by it. Learn how to verbalize it. We are all adults. No one needs to be forced to do anything. No one can force you to do anything. And like I say to people, even if somebody had a gun to somebody's head, they still have the option to say yay or nay. And if they say no, they'll just get shot. But they still had the option to say no. You know what I mean? Like, no one can ever force you in life to do anything. You are your own human being. You are your own responsibility. You are responsible for, you know, your offspring and things like that. But as far as other adults, you're not responsible for those people. So don't be afraid to let someone down. And a lot of the times when we say no, it's not even for something that is so important that it'll make or break someone's life. It's just something that someone wanted to be selfish sometimes and they didn't want to do the task. So they put it off on you or maybe they wanted extra company to go to an event because they were uncomfortable. But listen, they should have reneged. I mean, they should have, you know, declined that invite and they should have said no, too. I'm a very strong-minded person, very outspoken, aggressive, and assertive. But I was even the the type of person who would be like, yeah, girl, I'm going to come. I'm going to go. No, doggone well, I don't like the company that you keep. Or I would just be like, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure, I'll do it. Knowing I'm not going to. And then the day of the situation, I would be like, well, I can't because I have to. Listen, I'm I'm no longer making excuses for anything anymore. There's no need for me to do so. I stand firm in my no. And that's it. And guess what? If you don't like it, if you can't deal with it, and you feel like you need to have animosity on your chest, then guess what? By all means, you know what? You can just take those two fingers, the index in the middle, put them together up, spread them apart a little bit, and throw up the piece out, and you can leave. You can remove yourself from my life. Because I'm no longer making myself uncomfortable to make someone else comfortable. I can't do that anymore. And a lot of us do that. We are people pleasers. We are people pleasers. And a lot of the times that when we are the people pleasers, we never get pleased. We seldom get pleased. Like, can I get my pleasure? When I ask for something, can I get it on site? I was always the on site person. Okay, you need this. Okay, I'll come. Make myself uncomfortable being in situations and settings to accompany someone else because they were uncomfortable. And I'm sitting there like, damn, I wish I would have stayed home. Now, somebody invite me to an event. If I don't want to go, guess what? I'm going to tell you straight out, I don't want to go. I might not even be feeling well. So sometimes that excuse don't even sound right with people. It sounds like a bunch of malarkey when you're like, well, I don't really feel well. I have an autoimmune disease. So affiliated with lupus like I told you guys before so a lot of times I don't feel well 
So take that excuse. You can believe it or not. But if that's the excuse that I'm going to give, then, hey, you can either run with it or not. But I'm not coming. I'll tell you flat out, I'm not coming. Somebody, you know what else I hate? I hate when people put me in the middle of things. They'll be like, can you call so-and-so for me? Can you relate this message? Can you do this? Can you do that? And I used to do it because I know they didn't have the balls or guts or they didn't feel like doing it or whatever the situation was. And I'll be like, okay, I'll be in the middle, man. Uh." And I guess they know because I'm outspoken and assertive, like I said, and I don't hold my tongue, that I'm comfortable with speaking to certain people. But listen... You have to work on your insecurities and your shortcomings and work on that and handle your business. Stop making me the damn middleman for someone without a price. Nobody's cutting me a check to do anything. Even when my oldest daughter was in school, I used to rectify situations like it wasn't nothing to the point they offered me a job, but it was for free. And I'm like, listen, I understand that I handle things and strong on things very well, but I'm not working for free, honey. But you do things so well. You were able to orchestrate meetings over the phone between parents and, you know, resolve conflict and things like that. You didn't even have to be there personally. You are awesome. Your personality. Yes, I know. Thank you for the congrats and the big ups and everything else that you think about me. All of the things that you want to do when you toot your horn in reference to me. I appreciate it. But listen, I'm not getting in the middle of anybody anymore. I'm minding my business. I'm minding the business that pays me. And if it doesn't, I don't want nothing to do with it. Not at all. I'm learning since 2020, my demeanor, my character, just a lot has changed about me. I'm more, I would say I'm more soft because I was a very big hard ass. To be a female, man, you would thought I had nuts. I swear. I guess because, you know, I grew up in the hood. I had to be tough. I am a light complected female. And for that, that whole colorism shit is real. So I have to put on this exterior like you better back the fuck up. I'm not one to play with. <laughs> so, and, and I'm a single mom now. I've been since I was a teenager. So, it's a lot of things that I have to have this manly exterior. So, yes, I'm able to handle myself and handle business. But you're not going to use me to be your scapegoat of the things that you can't do and don't want to do. So, word of advice don't let people use you for their mouthpiece and, and their hands when they are very well capable of doing these things for themselves. People gravitate gravitate towards people who have kind personalities. I have a very kind personality. Yes, I could be a tyrant and, and a lot of other things that people can describe me as that probably is not a very good word but or characteristic. But hey, I'm a very sweet, loving person. I look out for people. I'm very kind and caring. And so oftentimes that word no, it bothers me what well, it used to. I'll say that it used to because I don't give a damn about saying it now. But it used to bother me because I used to cringe like, damn, I hate to let someone down. Listen, I've been let down so much. I don't give a damn about letting anybody down anymore. As long as it's not my children, I don't care. You don't like it. I don't care. Bye. I've gotten invited to so many events and I'm just like, no. Or a guy tried to give me his number and I'm like, well, truth be told, I'm not going to call you. I mean, I used to be like that before, too. I'm very honest. I'm not going to call you. Well, what do you mean? I mean, you're wasting your time if you try to give me a number. I'm not going to call you. Let's be straight shooters, people. Straight with no no type of chaser. Straight to the head. No chaser at all. Because for what? You do notice every time you give that little chaser and that excuse, you have to continuously add extra to it to keep that up. Man, no. Girl, I'm having a part. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to be able to come. For whatever it is, if it's like, you know, like I said, if I'm not feeling well, if I don't want to, whatever it is, I'm not going to come. 
I'm going to tell you flat out. So if you're going to get disappointed in the beginning or in the end of my no, guess what? It's going to be a no and it is what it is and I'm going to stand by it. I don't care. I'm not in the business of pleasing anybody anymore. We sit there and drain ourselves for trying to please people all the damn time. And then at the end of the day, you sitting back like, damn, what's left for me? Who's going to cater to me? Who's going to rub my feet at the end of the damn day? I'm doing all of this running, getting corns and every damn thing else, or, or y'all getting bunions or whatever y'all getting on your feet because you sitting there running all these damn errands or somebody just running you crazy literally and figuratively. And at the end of the day, you sitting there with your marbles all in a damn scramble because somebody just ran you rampant. No, be firm in your no. Be firm in your shit at all times, okay? Life is too precious to be sitting here wasting it on shit that don't have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Don't be a people pleaser, honey. I'm not saying walking around being a bitch or a bastard. I'm not saying that. By no means am I saying that. But I'm saying stand firm in everything that you feel like standing firm in. And don't give two damn shits about who gives a damn about it. Or who's going to criticize. Who cares about criticism? Because my motto is, if it's not constructive, I don't give a damn what you got to say about me. I used to care what people say about me. I think we all have insecurities. I don't care how fly, beautiful, handsome, sexy, whatever you are. We all have some sort of insecurity. But guess what? I don't give a damn anymore. I'm going to be me. I'm going to live as freely and happily as I want to. And if it comes at a displeasure to you, then hey, go elsewhere and get pleased. Because I'm not in the place to do it anymore. I can't. It's just things can be so draining. And I stand so firm on since 2020, you have to have changed. A lot of people have changed for the positive, for the benefit of themselves. And a lot of people just turn to straight up and down pompous jackasses. And it's just like, damn, how did that turn you that way? I mean, I guess because a lot of people lost jobs and lost family members and friends and just loved ones in general and the isolation, which made us go a little looney tunes. I think it, it hit us all home a lot in some ways or another, whether it was losing someone because I lost a few people to COVID and that screwed me mentally. And then the isolation screwed me mentally. And I'm going to be candid, guys, like. I really felt like ending it all. I I felt like ending it all at one point. And I was like, you know what? I got kids to live for. But I really was going to go through with it because the isolation, I was already a depressed person. Like I told you, um, I'm going to get divorced eventually. (laughs) I mean, I've been separated for three years, but I'm going to get a divorce eventually. So, you know, that single parent, that single parent shit, that's tough. And, And being under isolation and being um you know homeschooling the kids or the kids being in school remotely cuz i did that actual homeschool joint way before the pandemic ever started i homeschooled my kids the first 3 years of them being school age and oh my gosh no it was the best experience for them as far as academically because i was very hands on with them and you know it was one on one it was a very small intimate setting so they had my undivided attention but as far as me mentally that shit drove me crazy it drove me crazy so i was very scared when you know they eased up on um you know they weren't so strict on letting the kids be out and about and then they open up the schools and I was like okay you know what they gotta go even though I was scared of COVID and I didn't want them contracting COVID but it was like I have to deal with my mental 
So I just, you know, loaded them up on the nutrients and nutrients and vitamins that they needed. And I was like, they got to go because I can't continuously stay in this damn house because I, I work from home so I have those several I have several businesses so I don't always have to go outside but just the simple fact that I was able to go see we take it we take for granted freedom we take for granted small things like even water because I'll be telling my children like listen there are people in other countries who have to go walk very far for water the same type of water that they basically wash up in they have to take that same water and bring it back to their their house and cook in it and no we are very fortunate we take a lot of things for granted we take peace for granted we take you know sanity for granted we take just going outside and breathing fresh air for granted we take a lot of shit for granted in this life and i'm learning not to i'm literally learning to stop and smell the roses as though that saying is but i literally learn to stop and smell the roses or pick up myself some roses like I said in another episode, sometimes you got to pamper yourself. Get yourself some roses. Learn how to love yourself. And even going back to the word no, even saying no sometimes when you are in a position where you don't want to say yes, that's loving yourself too. Because you're not spreading yourself thin. You're standing by your boundaries. You're letting people know, listen, I'm not a pushover. And I'm not saying say no to everything because some things, yeah go ahead and enjoy yourself go go involve yourself in that atmosphere with that situation with those people but if those people that you are going to be around are people who don't cherish your presence are people who don't respect your presence or give a damn about your well-being don't involve yourself in that company don't keep that type of company and that's when a no should definitely come into play without a problem with a period at the end of that no Hell, with an exclamation exclamation point, sorry guys, if you want to, on the end of that no. Don't be afraid to say no. You are your own individual. You are responsible for every outcome. Well, I'm not going to say every outcome, but you are responsible for outcomes in your life sometimes. Most times, take control of the will. Say no. You in a relationship, that's just like, You know, they say that a man, if he's in a relationship with a woman and he wants to have sex and the woman says no and, you know, he he goes ahead and he proceeds with the sexual encounter that, you know, it's not rape because that's his woman. A no is a no. A no is a no. Just like, you know, how the celebrities have a female come up to the room. It's 3, 4 in the morning. Even though, I'm not not saying that it's right that the celebrity raped them or anything like that. By no means am I saying that. The word no is no. We should all understand that. I also say, listen, if you know for a fact you have no intentions on sleeping with this man, don't you be foolish and go to his house alone. Don't you be foolish and go to his house 3, 4 in the morning and what you think, you're going to play cards? No, honey, he wants ass, okay? So even though you are saying no, it could you you could be putting yourself in a situation that's very sticky to get out of because guess what? You are in his domain now. And nine times out of ten, when you're in their domain, they have the upper hand. It's their house. Not saying that they should proceed with what they want to do, but you're in their domain. And a lot of the times we don't have control of certain situations where we're in someone else's environment that they control. 
so ladies uh, know when to say no and if you know for a fact that you don't intend on sleeping with this man and giving him none listen don't go back to this man's house because I want to say 10 times out of 10, I was going to give them the little 1% or, or the little one benefit of the doubt and say 9 times out of 10. But 10 times out of 10, if you go into this man's house, what do you think he want to do with you? What do you think he wants to do with you? Especially if it's a beginning of a relationship. Now it's different if you guys were a couple for a very long time and you just going back to the house, you both tired, maybe you'll go to sleep, this and that. But if this is a new beginning of a relationship or a new situationship or whatever it is, and you're going back to his house in the beginning, I need you to know this man wants some ass and I don't want you to go there. Okay? Let's not put either of us in a position. Let's not put yourself in a position where you have to say no and be uncomfortable and then possibly fight a man off and escalating to date rape or whatever the situation is or killing because sometimes some people can't say they can't take no. And let's not put this man in the position of doing some weird shit and now he got to go to prison and hang himself off a bit for the rest of his life because he can't stand the word no. Let's not do that. Let's know when no is no and when you should say no in advance. Hell no. I know better. People be like, well, you know, or, 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 you know, she should have went up there and she said no. She got the right to say no. She definitely, most definitely has the right to say no. But also know when to not put yourself in a position that that no might not work. Because as I said, some people don't take no for an answer. Some people are very persistent. Some people are very freaking psychotic. And that no is a bruise to their ego. And you just pissed them the hell off. So, my friend, if you not as if you are not as assertive and aggressive and get a person up off you, whether it's man or female like I am, don't go back to that vicinity where it's just you and him. Don't do that. If you're going to give that said no because you feel uncomfortable about a situation, my friend, you better do it in a public setting. And word of advice, ladies, I'm a, I mean, I, I would say men, too, because there are some men who deal with women who are psychotic. But word of advice mainly to my ladies if it sounds crazy or looks crazy or you just get any type of inkling in your body that it's not going to be a good situation, a.k.a. AKA your intuition, listen to that, my friend. Because we don't listen to our intuition a lot of the times and then that's when shit happens. You ever get that feeling and then, you know, shit happens and you be like, damn, I knew I shouldn't have went. We, we, we bypass that feeling. We go and shit hit the fan. You regret it the next day. Or some people regret it, regret it for the rest of their lives. Or some people's lives are taken because they didn't listen to that intuition. And they are no longer here to even regret it. So listen to your, intu- your, your intuition. I feel like intuition is God speaking to you without him verbally speaking loudly. I won't say verbally speaking because that didn't make any sense. But I would just say like that, that, that intuition that we have, I feel that's God protecting us and God is speaking to us and we need to listen to it. And then sometimes I know I've said no to places to go places because I felt some type of way. I'm like, "Mm -mm, I'm going to listen to my gut. I'm going to listen to my intuition today and I'm not going to go. And then people like, girl, you should have came. We had a good time. Okay. Well. I still stood firm by my no and I didn't want to go because I didn't feel right about the situation. Just because you had a good time golfing, bit, I could have went and I could have been the one in the sticky situation. So please always listen to your nose, always listen to your intuition because your intuition will never lie. It will never fail you. That little voice inside of you, I really think that it's God. 
he's looking out for us because you know we don't hear him speaking to us loudly he doesn't speak to us in the clouds and we can hear it we have to get that you know that voice inside of us and i honestly think that's him please don't take that for granted please especially nowadays when a lot of people are off their freaking rocket please don't take that for granted please because you never know what's on the other side of that doggone situation and you're sitting there trying to be a people pleaser and attend to a a, a function or or you know don't want to bruise somebody's ego and then you're sitting there in a damn situation that you can't get yourself out of so no always learn when to put yourself first i'm learning to do that now and it feels so freaking good it feels amazing to put myself first i mean i'm still working on me i'm very much a a freaking work in progress i think we all are you know we all are no one is perfect let's try to be as perfect as we can be though but no one is perfect i got a situation going on right now damn it (laughs) i'm in a sticky situation right now because you know sometimes we just i don't know we do we do repetitive actions which is so damn stupid but I, i i swear guys when the dust is settled in all situations that the dust need to be settled in, I'm going to fill you guys in a lot of shit that has happened to me that I'm basically, you know, not spilling the tea on because of certain people who are involved in the situations. And even when I do spill these said teas or whatever, I'm, you know, listen, I'm not trying to have nobody have me in no damn court for defamation of character. So I either will be very indirect and when i'm speaking about someone or i will just you know make up little names like so and so if tom dick and harry them them type of situations because man i got so many stories i'm gonna write a book to y'all i'm going to write a book and my book please make it a bestseller because it is so juicy my life a lot of the things that I have gone through in reference to the word no, not saying it, has gotten me into so much shit. Like, damn. So much shit. Even as far as being a team mom, I should have said no, damn it, I'm not ready for this. And I'm not saying as far as, like, going to get, you know, an AB or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, as far as the whole encounter, period. No, I'm not ready for this. I'm too young. Keep your legs closed, girl. <laughs> I mean, because even down to me, to be candid, even down to me and transparent, even down to me losing my virginity, I was a teen, obviously, because I was a teen mom. I wasn't ready that day. It was me and one of my good friends, one of my my Judy's, and you know, she went to go do her thing with her dude, and it, it just, for me, it just happened. It happened. It was a big fucking mistake. I was dealing with somebody that she hooked me up with, and it was a big fucking mistake because, you know, a lot of times these young girls don't think about how important that no is, and she doesn't want to lose a guy, or, you know, like I said, she don't want to bruise his ego, or she doesn't want him to go to someone else because he's not, she's not satisfying his needs and wants and things like that. So, you know, she musters up that courage, and, and she does what she she feels she needs to do to please someone else. And in turn, she's in agony. Like, she's going through damn agony because she's like, I shouldn't have done this. I fucked up. And then think about it. 
a lot of the times when we have sex without being married we fornicate things like that and we give ourselves to someone in the beginning it's just like now what 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 do you have now but a wet ass and a screwed up ass memory <laughs> let's be for real because i was a teen mom so how how long ago that was like 30 something years ago of me losing my virginity and actually that person's dead right now and the crazy part is a few a, a few boyfriends and stuff like that that I had are dead right now. So it's just like, damn, I did all of this in life and it, it didn't end up with a happily ever after. All because I didn't stand in my shit and say no. Because I'm trying to please someone else. I should have said no. And a lot of us males and females, well, I'm not even going to say males because y'all be thirsty for it. I ain't even going to lie about it. But a lot of us females, we have a lot of notches on our damn belt like we a dude because of the fact we did not want to say no. Now, I'm not going to say every situation that we've had with a man, every sexual encounter that we had with a man, we felt like we needed to say no. I mean, we wanted to say no, but we didn't. Sure, sometimes we want to get it too. But a lot of the times we have regrets in the situations that we put ourselves in because we did not say no damn no. So say no, please, when you feel like you need to. If it makes somebody feel some type of way, so what? Care about what you're going to feel like after you say that no. You will feel so freaking, you know, you'll feel victorious if you were the type of person who will always who was always into pleasing someone. Shit, try it. If you need to practice and look in the mirror, say no about 50 damn times a day if you need to so it can roll off your lips comfortably when you need to say it in real life. That's it. No is no, honey. I don't care. Even down to dieting, you know you ate that extra donut. Ooh, no. Please, no. I don't need another one, no. And, like, I be trying to lose my weight and stuff like that. I'm a freaking health and wellness coach, and I distribute products that help people lose tons of weight. I lost 53 pounds, no, 58 pounds in three months one time. So I know the tactics, I have the, the tools and all this stuff and the knowledge, but my willpower is so shitty, I don't tell myself no. A lot of the times we need to tell ourselves no too. We sabotage ourselves by not telling ourselves no also. So get into the habit of that no, honey. It's a very strong, powerful word. I need it to be very fluent in your language and I need it to just roll off your tongue whenever you need to. Use that like a weapon, honey. No. Pow, pow, pow. No. I don't have a problem with saying it now. And I will stand firmly in it. So that's my tip of the day, ladies and gents also. Because you guys, you know, I noticed that men, a lot of the times you guys don't want to do things too. And us females can badger you into doing it just to shut us up. You be like, let me shut her the hell up. And all right, yes. Okay, yes, damn. And then we shut up and we walk away. I mean, you know, all happy and smiling like, yes, I got what I want. So, fellas, you can learn how to say no, too. But please don't say it too often to us because we are very sensitive beings. We are very fragile. I need you guys to know that. I don't care how hard our, you know, exterior or our delivery delivery is. We are very fragile. That's one thing a female don't like to be told is no. Isn't that hypocritical? <laughs> but if I'm telling you no, it's, it's for my well-being. Just know I'm not being a bitch or anything like that. It's for my well-being. So, I'm saying no. Learn to use the word no. You will feel so much better about yourself. All right, guys. So that's my tip. Love you, boobies. Oh, I don't think that that was the right word. <laughs> Love you, hunties. 
Okay, thanks for tuning in. And I hope that you are continuously a listener. And later, Booskies. Take care. Have a blessed, blissful, wonderful, safe day. Put that note into action, boo-boo. Later.